There is a brand new remake of A League of Their Own that's now streaming on Amazon Prime Video. If you don't know, if you don't remember, this is based on the Penny Marshall movie from 1992, which stars, man, it had a great lineup. It had Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Madonna, John Lovett, Rosie O'Donnell, Gary Marshall, Bill Pullman. (laughs) It is one of my favorite movies. I've seen this movie so many times. It is funny. It tells the story of the Women's Baseball League back in the 1940s and 50s. I think the closest comparison to a modern contemporary audience, if you haven't seen this movie, is Glow. Oh, yeah. The TV series about women's wrestling. And this remake on Amazon, once again, Bahir and I, both not a fan of remakes, but this remake on Amazon, this series hits all of the right notes. At least it did for me. I haven't I haven't ascertained by his opinion on the matter yet. I had a lot of fun. Right? I, I'm not a fan of baseball, but I love baseball movies. <laughs> first of all, this is not the first remake. There was actually a TV series in 1993. Really? They tried to spin it off as a series on CBS, and I oh, think wow. it lasted five weeks. La. I did not know that. It died. I don't think the sixth episode even aired. Oh, I gotta search for that. But the first episode of the TV series was directed by Penny Marshall. The third episode of the TV series was directed by Tom Hanks. So it did have some of that film pedigree behind it, but it just died. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing. I, I'm going to look this I'm going to look for this now. I don't know where we can find episodes, but I'm sure someone's posted it on YouTube. Oh, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this new remake is created by Will Graham and Abby Jacobson. Abby Jacobson obviously from Broad City. Will Graham from well, he's done Mozart in the Jungle, which is probably the most famous thing he's known for. He's also working on Daisy Jones and the Six, which is coming out this year that's based oh, on a very okay. popular novel and Right from the get-go, you are completely immersed in this world. When the episode one opens and Abby Jacobson is in the train station running to catch a train with a baseball bat in a bag and, you know, her clothes are falling apart and she's trying to jump on a moving train, you are immediately immersed into this world. It is just absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. The dialogue is snappy and quick. It feels very it feels very Maisel and Gilmore Girls. The dynamics between the actresses are absolutely wonderful. Darcy Carden, who you know from a good places in it, she's just amazing. It's a lot of fun. I think there's a it's not as fun as the film. I think the film in a 90-minute thing has to be a lot snappier in terms of the movement of the story. Here, it takes its time, grows a little bit, it breathes a little bit. There's not as much baseball as there is in the film, but none of that's a problem because I think they've let it breathe in a better way. It doesn't drag out the beginning. You don't see all these girls come from their different places and and sort of get to the tryout, the first tryouts, and they don't stretch that out. Like you said, when the series opens in the pilot episode, you see Abby Jacobson running through the fields of a small town USA trying to make it to the train station to catch this last train that's leaving. It then immediately goes to the tryouts. You see all these women who can play baseball, by the way. They're not these dainty girls who can't play. 
they can play, right? So they're throwing, they're throwing balls, they're hitting homers, they're 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 diving and and dodging and ca- it's it's great. I think right off the bat, you're immediately immersed into the setup that there are these women who are good at playing baseball as a pastime because they just throw the ball around, but now they want to make it in the bigs. They want to make it in their own bigs, yeah. Unlike Glow, for example, where they had to be trained to wrestle, Yes, this series avoids that trope. It avoids mm-hmm. the, oh, we don't know what we're doing, but we're going to become awesome by the end of the season. No, all of these women start off being really good ball players, but they're just not given the chance. Whether it's because they're women or whether it's because they're black, yeah. just because that the people who set this up, that the people who want a women's league, they want it for all the wrong reasons, right? They want it because... They want men to have something nice to look at because there's a war going on. They want it as a distraction. They want it as a different form of cinema entertainment, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you're right, Bahi. I think the snappiness of the film had to be there because of its runtime, but also because I think it was Hollywood gloss, right? So even if you look at Tom Hanks's character, yes, he's this funny, sarky drunk because he's a cool character that you want on screen. Yeah. What I think the series does well is I think it dives deep into the actual history of women's baseball. And I think it paints an interesting picture and does justice to the story. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the film. But I think if you want to learn something extra, if you want a little bit of that bonus, then this one actually drives that story forward in the sense that you get to know how difficult things really were for them because you get insight into their family lives, insight into their history. Like in the film, in the Penny Marshall film, there's only one brief moment when outside of the field, you see a group of black people watching the baseball game and a stray ball lands on them. And Gina Davis is like, hey, could you throw that over? And there is a woman who picks it up and she doesn't just lob it to her. She throws it into the freaking thing. She launches it at, yeah. Right? And that was just the kind of wink and nod to, hey, I'm fucking good at this as well. But in this series, you get to see that story. You get to see that person and how it plays out. I I think the series has got a lot more meat on the bone, right? It's not just... It's not just a 90-minute fun time out at the cinema. This is eight episodes, about just over an hour each, around about an hour each, that is going to delve into not just the trials and tribulations of these group of women trying to play baseball as part of this new women's baseball league, but also what the African-American community was going through in Rockford, Illinois, where, where the team ends up at and and how the women have to essentially fight for their place because they're not just there to wear short skirts and throw balls, right? And I mean, this is, it's an interesting time for that because to, to, to open it up into the wider world, the England national football team, the Lionesses, have recently won the, the European Championship. And I remember when former... Dis- well, he's not formally disgraced, but he's still a disgraced former president of, of FIFA. Sepp Blatter would say, the only way you will get people to watch women football is if their shorts were shorter. And I think when you see, you know, the the, the women's football team of Barcelona and Real Madrid play together and they get 100,000 people in the audience. This is the right time for a show like this because, you know, 
women want to play sports too and and all the power for it and i also just love shows that kind of bridge that gap between fact and fiction and yeah give you some interesting insights into what history was like at that particular moment because it always sends me down a rabbit hole like after yeah. watching the first two episodes of this show i was going on to amazon and trying to see if there were actually any books on <laughs> women's baseball yeah. at the time of course there yeah. are i think this will send you down a rabbit hole also because these characters have been drawn so well they're so fascinating they're interesting and and they've done away with i think i i use the word hollywood gloss but that's because you know the original was kind of sold as a comedy first and foremost mm. before anything else not that there's anything wrong with it but this show is incredibly funny there are a whole bunch of laugh out loud moments but it is more than just a comedy and i think yeah. the writers have done really well in kind of balancing what this is it is very much like mazel because it too delves into the history of comedy in the same way this one delves into the history of baseball it kind of weaves that into the narrative in interesting ways nick offerman plays casey porter who's brought in as the dove their coach it's also just a very different look as well he's not this washout drunk like tom hanks's character was like dugan was so they've done enough changes to make this stand alone as a completely different show so it doesn't yep. really feel like a reboot or a remake in that sense they aren't they aren't cashing in on the nostalgia of that movie i think they realized that the movie was long enough ago that you can push this forward as something completely new it shares a name yes it shares a storyline but it feels like something original that originality comes through i'm four episodes in and it is an addictive watch you know it's it's not light but at the same time it isn't just a comedy we haven't hit any big sort of emotional moments but the story isn't a light popcorn fare the characters are are very rounded the story is very the stories are very rounded there's more to this than just look at these girls play baseball isn't this funny also i just want to say i'm just going to say it as well there's a lot to love here in the familiarity with the mrs mazel thing the the smart snappy women the 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 great dialogue the the characters are all well written they're not caricatures it doesn't feel like in the four episodes i've seen there is enough here to definitely make me keep watching i mean it's addictive this show is addictively fun yet again another great recommendation from amazon prime video a league of their own is something you have to watch it doesn't matter if you've seen the original i think this one stands alone by itself is something truly excellent i hope it does get a season 2 because i think this is the kind of show that you can it feels like comfort television Yeah there is something yeah. incredibly comforting about the way it's written and about the way these characters are they feel like they're your friends almost immediately it's very rare that we can say that about a show right also it's like it's that thing of like when when the episode opens up i think two scenes in or something we meet Daisy Carden's character and immediately you think Greta's going to be the villain She's gonna be the foil to Abby Jacobson's Carson Shaw. They're gonna be fighting. They're gonna be at loggerheads, but they're not. They're immediately good friends, right? They're immediately on the same page. They all immediately realize that 
this is something they all want. They want to play baseball. I don't have to be better than you. We all just have to be really good enough. And I think it's a lot of fun, dude. I love Darcy Carden so much. She is so <laughs> no, good. Like she was yeah. great in a good place and Oh, yeah. We don't see enough of her. I'm so happy she has this lead. We really don't see enough of her. And along with Abby Jacobson as well, who is a tremendous writer and that shows. Check out A League of Their Own. You will not be disappointed. Let us know what you think once you've seen it. You can reach out on all of our social media feeds, GogglerMY. You can also email us, podcast at goggler.my, or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Goggler Podcast.